Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Asia Town Voice. Asia Town Voice is an hour-long nonprofit program on WJCU's eighty-eight point seven FM radio. We're on every Sunday from seven to eight p.m. This hour-long program provides you with an inside look at the Asian American and Pacific Islander Americans community. Their culture, education, and events going on in Northeast Ohio. Asia Town Voice is volunteer-based, and we hope that you, the listener, will enjoy our program and give your support to WJCU. This way, we can continue to provide many voices with many choices to you. My name is Yin Tang, and I'm also known as the Normal Host. And co-hosting with me today is DJ Alexicon. Hello, everybody. This is DJ Alexicon in the house. Hoot hoot. <laughs> he forgot to do the woot woot. <laughs> and also, um, not joining us today, but in studio is the ghost host, Johnny Woo. He might be really a, a, be a ghost tonight. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Sometimes he pops that. on. <laughs> well, since we're going to have a lot of guests today, we're going to skip our impressions of the week, but join us next week and we'll, we'll, uh, we'll do twice as many impressions, right, Alex? That's right. <laughs> so uh, why don't you go ahead and introduce our guests today? We have three uh, important guests tonight. The first one is uh, Dr. Armando B. Damian, or simply known as Dr. Mandy Damian. He's a retired general and vascular surgeon, devotes his time to his family and community service. He is a veteran of several medical missions. Uh, he's participated in over 50 medical missions throughout the Philippines. Um, he has been invited by organizations including area hospitals, rotary clubs, nurses associations, church groups, groups and others to speak about the medical mission. And he has received numerous awards for his work. Um, Dr. Damian is an executive director of the Association of Philippine American Physicians in Ohio Foundation, chairman of the board of the Philippine American Society of Ohio, chairman of the APPO Medical Missions coordinator and regular volunteers at Medwish International in Cleveland. He was affiliated with the Lake Hospital Systems in Painesville and Willoughby, Ohio. Um, those abbreviations might be familiar to our listeners because we had had officers from APPO and PASO as guests prior. Our second guest is um, Mrs. Victoria de Guzman Flores, or simply known as Vicky Flores, and commonly referred to, warmly referred to in the Filipino community as Mami Vicky. <laughs> she is a product of the University of, Santa, University of Santa Tomas Conservatory of Music in the Philippines. That's the same university that my mother graduated from. <laughs> she majored in piano and voice with choral conducting as her minor. In the U.S., when she migrated here, she was a voice teacher at Padua High School in Parma, Ohio, Woodwood for Parma. She trained students for inter-school competitions. Later, she became music and choir director at St. Wendelin Church in Cleveland and then worked at Holy Martyrs Church in Medina, where she also served as a children's choir director. As part of her apostolate, she served as choir director of the Philippine American Ministry for more than nine years. She has held nine concerts in Ohio, also as part of her apostolate. And we will clarify to our listeners what an apostolate means. What apostolate means? How about we clarify it now? Uh, we have one more guest. Let me. Uh, <laughs> oh, well, would you like to introduce the last guest later? Yeah. That way, it'd be he be sure, sure, yeah. sure. All right. So, uh, so hello, Doctor Mandy and uh, Mrs. Vicky. Hi. Hello. So why don't we uh, pick up to where Alex left off? Could uh, could you tell me what an apostolate is? Because I honestly have no idea. Yeah, neither do I. Really. <laughs> <laughs> 
it's, it's not apostolate because I've been doing this all these years since I was single. Then when I came to the United States, I tried to, to continue doing what I promised the Lord to do. Mm-hmm. I, um, I trained students, uh, the choral groups, with no compensation at all because mm-hmm. I give my heart and soul mm-hmm. to what I'm doing as a, as a singer and conductress. Mm-hmm. And uh, I love doing this because I could feel that they enjoy, especially my choir, they enjoy so much singing mm-hmm. with me during the performances. In fact, uh, I, this is my this will be my ninth concert and the fourth mother and son in concert. And uh, speaking of the concert, actually, I'm going to interrupt real quickly. Yes. Um, I'm pretty sure DJ Lexicon will talk about this later during his corner, okay. but um, it, you guys are doing a fundraising concert on April 5th, 2014, to help um, uh, raise money, and all the proceeds will go to the victims of Typhoon Haiyan. Right. Also known as Yolanda. I didn't know there was a, there was two names. Uh, Yolanda okay. actually is the um, <laughs> local name of the typhoon in the Philippines. Yeah. Oh, the okay. international in, name is Haiyan. In Haiyan, the Philippines, okay. uh, the forecasters there will receive it as Haiyan. And mm-hmm. then they change the name sometimes to relate to, to the people in the Philippines. Like oh. a local name. Yolanda, I thought that was a, a Latino name. Maybe. It's a Is common it, name in the Philippines, name? too. Oh. Because remember, the Philippines Filipino was under too. Spain yeah. for 300 That's years. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Okay, I gotcha. But um, so uh, from my understanding, an apostolate is somebody who um, helps spread the teachings of a church and does it. In a way, too. In, in a way. But uh, the talents that God gave me, I use my uh, God-given talent, my voice, mm-hmm. to be of service to many people and um, giving concerts to raise funds mm-hmm. for those who are in need. So this will be my ninth, and I look forward to this um, successful concert with the help of the Lord and our fellow Filipinos here are working hard on this uh, concert. And uh, Dr. Damien is our chair, chair, chairman, rather. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, and I'm very, very pleased that we have, this is uh, uh, sponsored by the uh, we called it the Unified Filipino American Associations mm-hmm. in Cleveland. This is my first concert where it will be uh, sponsored by all organizations. Wonderful! Yeah, so that's why I'm overwhelmed, and I I hope and pray for a successful one. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's it. <laughs> so this will be like a huge event as well. Supposed to be, yeah. yeah. With my, my son and I, with our guests, are preparing for a. Hopefully, a beautiful concert as much as we can in our own mm-hmm. simple way, and uh, with God's help, I hope it will succeed. Wonderful. So, uh, are you? Does each church only have one apostolate, or are there could there be many? Oh, there are many. Many. Okay. Actually, I belong to the uh, Couples for Christ, mm-hmm. and we have the different organizations, the Philippine American Ministry, mm-hmm. and we have the Association of Doctors, where a doctor is is okay. a very active member. So. Uh, it's a um, unified group of Filipinos here who would like to help, especially this devastating typhoon, which is really very, very, it's really sad, you know. Mm-hmm. That's why when Dr. Damian, his wife, uh, he, when he, I was talking with the wife, she mentioned that, I said, because I'm going to have my surgery, mini surgery, mm-hmm. and for some reason, I don't know if there is a divine intervention, all my surgeries were canceled. I didn't know <laughs> that there was an apostle. I, th- I really believe in that, right? 
Exactly. <laughs> it was really, oh my How God. How else can you explain that? <laughs> it's unexplainable. So that's why I, said, I told my son, we have to do this, Ariel. Mm-hmm. I know, to raise funds for the Filipinos. Absolutely. And Cleveland's been very supportive in raising funds. Um, you know, I'm Chinese. I even participated performing in an event to help raise money for the typhoon victims as well. And I know there was at least three other events around the same time uh, shortly after the typhoon hit. So that's really wonderful news. I'd like to invite you then. <laughs> oh, absolutely. i love to come and hear you sing. Um, no, I, I don't think that you will be disappointed at all <laughs> judging from our prior <laughs> concerts. I believe that this will probably be one of the best. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. And uh, and this is in North Royalton, am I correct? Yes. Um, yes. Are you? Uh, let's see, it says here the church is... St. Albert. St. Albert the Great. Wallings Road. Yeah. Are you are you a part of that church? Is that no, your church? it's our Dr. Handy is one of the chair per, co-chairpersons of this yeah. concert. Okay. And and is that um is that the church that you attend regularly? Um, no, I'm really from uh, Westlake, Ohio. Okay. Um, but this church uh, is quite big and has uh, a lot of capacity, and um, they were very gracious enough to yeah, uh, let us do this. It also has good acoustics, and I think... Oh, um, yeah. oh you've been there before. Oh, yeah. yeah. One of my friends were, times, uh, yeah. were married in that church, and I uh-huh. think uh, the church setting gives it a more... Um, how do you call this? More um, intimate, intimate uh, mm-hmm. vibe to it because there's no high stage, so the singers and the performers are actually just in front of uh, the people. Because it was offered by Father Estoc mm-hmm. to for us to use the church and hall for free mm-hmm. because of his. Yeah, how uh, can you say no, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's so why everybody was excited, and uh, we will work hard on this. Wonderful. Now, um, Dr. Mandy, do you often work with um, uh, Vicky over here on her concerts, or is this the first time that you've uh, done a project like this? Well, we have been uh, supporters yeah. of you know, her concerts in the past, but yeah. this is the first time that we are collaborating mm-hmm. uh, together yeah. with all the other organizations of uh, Filipino-Americans in uh, greater Cleveland. One of the goal is to um, to reach out to a lot more organizations for this concert. Because before, uh, whenever Mrs. Vicky have a concert, it's usually organized by one or two organizations. Mm-hmm. But by in involving other organizations, and thus we created a name called United. Uni- United. The word United Unified means that a lot is a, p- a lot of the Filipino organizations support this concert. Now, Alex, are you going to be the DJ? Actually, I am involved in the uh, <laughs> I'm one of the four chairs. Oh! Of <laughs> you sing, <laughs> yeah. Alex sings. Uh, <laughs> one of his many talents. Wow, yeah. you want to sing for us right now? Um, no. Come on, <laughs> Alex, Alex, Alex. Come on, Alex. You have to. You're not. You're not going to get out of this. He's looking at me like I'm going to kill you. <laughs> My involvement is in the advertising and the. Um, performance committee uh, trying to or, uh, set up the, the sound system and the other videos and advertising that is needed. And yes, I am part of the choir. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, listeners, you will have to come to this event oh just so you can hear DJ Alexicon <laughs> sing. So, <laughs> so um, Dr. Mandy, it sounds like that you've been uh, wor- working and helping with the local Filipino-American community in Cleveland for a long time. Are you a native Clevelander? No, um, I've been in Cleveland for well over 40 years. Ooh, wow, yeah. that's a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a native 
Cleveland there for all intents and purposes, but um, really migrated from the Philippines mm-hmm. um, after med school mm-hmm. and did all my training and postgraduate studies here. Now, was there a, a particular reason you picked Cleveland? Because I'm pretty sure if you're studying medicine that a lot of universities probably wanted you to go there. Well, you know, uh, we had uh, professors um, in our med school for Eastern University, mm-hmm. and a lot of them came from uh, Cleveland and trained in Cleveland. Oh. Um, you know, Cleveland Clinic, the University Hospital, Cleveland Metro. Mm-hmm. And if you remember uh, Mount Sinai, mm-hmm. uh, before I do. it closed up, why yes. Mount Sinai I remember was that one hospital of the top, top <laughs> hospitals before. My sister was born there. Really? <laughs> yes. Oh. Hmm. Uh, 92. 93. 93. Yeah. So, you know, there is a special uh, connection mm-hmm. uh, between the great medical centers of Cleveland and uh, where I came from. Okay. So it was like a collaboration with the, between the universities. Right. That's fascinating. Right. Um, now, Vicky, you studied music. Is yes. that is that a choice um, that you knew from very young that you wanted to well, study? I would say my first love was law. Yeah. So my father and brother were both lawyers. He said, "Oh, you're you're a girl. You're a lady. You'll just be a crying lawyer." They they discouraged <laughs> me. Wow, so, really? Yeah, that's right. And then after after <coughs> high school um, mm-hmm. studies, I wanted to go to the convent. Oh, really? (laughs) And my father told me there are many ways of serving the Lord because my father himself was an ex-seminarian. He he Mm. left the seminary. But anyway, that's why I'm doing this. My father was right because there are so many things to do for the Lord. That's why I'm here. At my age, I'm not young anymore, but I'm still doing this as part of my apostolate. I promise to God that I'll be helping. Oh, and speaking of which, I actually looked up the definition for apostolate. Um, (laughs) Google defines it as, chiefly in Roman Catholic context, but can be in other contexts, the position or authority of an apostle or a religious leader. So that's that's quite fascinating. And DJ Lexicon, do you concur? Because I saw you on the computer. I I concur. I'm not (laughs) checking the... Playlist of WJC. Oh, I because <laughs> I submitted to them our uh, music playlist, and mm-hmm. I was hoping that it would be on the internet so that people will know the title of the music that I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a plan. So, when did you decide to to study music? So, my second choice was music because I really mm-hmm. love to play the piano, and mm-hmm. I come from a family of musicians, you know. So, I. I enrolled at the conservatory, the UST Conservatory in the Philippines, mm-hmm. one of one of the oldest universities in the Philippines. Wow. So, I studied. Um, I majored in piano and voice, mm-hmm. and I minored in choral conducting. Wow! So, so you'll be conducting DJ Lexicon. Yeah. Surely. <laughs> and UST, uh, by the way, to our Filipino listeners, is the oldest university yes. in the Philippines. It was uh, the first university in the Philippines that was established in the 1400s. Older than some of the US 1400s. universities. 1400s. Wow. Yes, by the Spanish. Wow. That's, true. That's then the oldest. The more you know. That's right. Now, Doctor Mandy, what about you? Did you always know you wanted to be a doctor? Um, yes, I, I believe that, um, you know, I was destined to be a doctor and specifically a surgeon mm-hmm. from, you know, when I was a toddler even. Now, did your parents encourage this? Were they also doctors? Oh, they were very supportive of that. Wonderful. No, they were not doctors. They were in business, but um, they said that, you know, if that's what you uh, truly want, then 
will support you all the way. It's always like that. I remember um, every every parent wishes yes, their kid wants to my be a uncle, <laughs> and I think um, Dr. Damon knows my uncle, Dr. Silerio. Right. Yeah. Before he became a doctor, he studied engineering for one year oh. <laughs> because <laughs> my grandmother wanted him to be an engineer. So he's a very nice person, very obedient, and started studying. But after one year, he came to my grandmother crying and said, I really want to be a doctor. And being a doctor, it's expensive. So, But my grandmother noticed that he really wanted to be a doctor. So he pursued it, and he's a doctor now. He hmm. retired, actually. And he's also a member of our choir. Yes. Oh, really? Yes, uh, <laughs> yeah, I sing beside him. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, yes, definitely. <laughs> and I'm blessed to have a son who is very oh, talented. Oh, we'll, we'll be interviewing him later, yes. too, all right? Yes. Yeah. We'll be there from Ariel in a few minutes. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. And he's uh, hopefully going to sing a little bit for us, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe? Yeah. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we're, I've been trying to get DJ Lex to kind of do some live bass playing he's shaking his head at me or to do some singing so we will we will do eventually we will so dr mandy uh what past events have you uh, coordinated around cleveland with um the filipino association uh with raising funds for the typhoon because i'm sure that you probably did something last year as well you know before this concert well right you know right after uh, the high, uh, the typhoon hit uh, we organized a meeting of all the presidents of the Filipino-American organizations and uh, decided on a course of action. We did um, actually um, a great uh, fundraising drive uh, through the Internet. Mm-hmm. Um, we also had uh, brunches and impromptu donations. I think in one party we raised uh, $12,000 in wow. a couple of hours. Wow. So Good job. <laughs> It was great. Mm-hmm. You know, people were really touched, and um, it is amazing how um, companies and people that we don't even know mm-hmm. existed. You know, just census checks or pay through the internet. One very uh, touching situation was uh, a boy from Parma broke his um, piggy bank. bank. Yes. Oh. Yeah. I sent in um, $19.73. That's a lot of money when you're a child. (laughs) And we were so thankful for that. Mm -hmm. So the disaster certainly is is probably the worst in the history of the Philippines. And, um, you know, my visit uh, almost three months after the disaster, really, there was very little improvement in the lives of those victims. Mm-hmm. Yes, our listeners, uh, Dr. Damon just uh, visited the Philippines and oh, just wow. came back. Yeah. Um, when did you arrive? A few weeks ago? No, about a week ago. A week ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Still just lagging a little bit. <laughs> so you still have family over there? Well, we annually uh, conduct medical missions to okay. the Philippines uh, since 1981. Yeah. yeah. Uh, with the Association of you know Philippine Physicians uh, in Ohio. Mm-hmm. And um, as part of our mission, uh, we reach out to different places uh, to see what we can do to help. Mm-hmm. And um, that was uh, one of the top priorities that we had to uh, go to Tacloban later to assess you know, the situation and uh, collaborate with uh, local 
foundations and hospitals. Uh, we actually donated um, 18 boxes of medical supplies mm-hmm. to a local foundation there who does outreach uh, missions to different villages every week. That's but you forgot to say, Mandy, that you have been treating people for free. How many How many people? Have oh, you? since 1980. Yeah, they're doing a fantastic job. Oh, my God. So you go every year? Every since year. It's an annual medical mission. Um, from our last estimate, we've, we've seen probably close to quarter of a million people since, and has done maybe mm-hmm. about 7,500 uh, major surgeries during, uh, you know, in that span. So, so do you think that, um, I mean, I think the Philippines, they're pretty well off, I mean, as a country, but, I mean, every country has a rural areas. Do you feel that the, the country really needs the, this, this care? Oh, yes. yes. Most definitely. Most definitely. Uh, you know, the GDP of the Philippines is about 7.2. But, um, you know, my observation is that um, that is limited to the to the upper echelon of society. Really. Okay. And the middle class, although it's growing, is very stagnant at mm-hmm. a small percentage, maybe 10% of the population. Mm-hmm. And I would estimate that uh, at least 75% of the population is below poverty level. Wow. Wow. That's, that's a little sad. That is very sad. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, look no further. We have a real hero with us today. So I would say uh, wherever you are listening, please give a round of applause. <laughs> Thank you. So Thank right you. now, um, we'd like to let our listeners listen to uh, Mrs. Vicky Flores' uh, recording. Mrs. Vicky, what song are we about to listen to? It's the, the Filipino song, Bayanko, which means my country. Yeah. This song was um, heavily used in 1986 during the People Power Revolution in the Philippines. <laughs> <laughs> just oh, just yeah. as a side. Were you there? That's I was there. You I was were? There. That's for another show because that's a pretty intense experience for okay. me. But uh, we'll be back in a few minutes. Some mock up, I'll pause. 
And we're back, ladies and gentlemen, and we hope that you've enjoyed the song. Now, earlier I had a question for the, um, Dr. Mandy Damien and as well as Vicky Flores, and I, I had a uh, brain slip and I forgot it, but I do remember it now. Um, having lived in Cleveland for so long, what is your overall impression with the way that Cleveland receives uh, minorities, especially Asian minorities? I believe that uh, Cleveland has been very welcoming. Mm-hmm. Um, there's plenty of opportunities. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, as far as uh, my profession is concerned, uh, this was considered as one of the megas of medicine mm-hmm. in the country. Um, we have had a very good uh, collaboration with different agencies in Cleveland. In fact, um, one of my earliest encounters with uh, nationality services mm-hmm. when I first came to this country, and um, they they offered a lot of guidance and help for us. Mm-hmm. So Cleveland is a great place to to be. That's true. And so that's probably why you lived here for over forty years, right? Exactly. <laughs> Otherwise, you probably would have left. Um, but Vicky, how long have you been in Cleveland? I've been here for twenty six years. Wow. <coughs> And is Cleveland the first city you've moved to since you've been yes, here? Yes, that's right. So I've learned you? to love Cleveland. Oh. I really love Cleveland because uh, the people are warm. Even the Filipino mm-hmm. uh, Filipinos are really close to each other. Yes. Unlike, uh, the bi- unlike the big cities, you know, I, mm-hmm. I noticed that this is a warm place. Yeah. Um, as far as, you know, camaraderies and affection for your Filipin- Filip- Filipinos, rather. Mm-hmm. So I we enjoy staying here, and thank God we have good doctors like Doctor mm-hmm. Duhis, <laughs> one of the respected physicians here in Ohio. Absolutely. So I'm very, I'm very. It's my pleasure really to have him as our chairperson of this coming event, and the wife is beautiful. His wife <laughs> is. is she, uh, she's not here today, is she? Yeah. She, no, unfortunately, oh. she's not. She's, she's also a doctor, recovering from jet lag. And, oh, oh, so yeah. she went with you. Oh, oh yeah. yes, she's always uh, she's a doctor too, and okay. uh, she always coordinates the the medical mission. What kind of doctor is she? Uh, she's an internist, internal medicine. Oh she's wow! Awesome. But she's retired now too. Okay, wow. I think I think it's so wonderful. Even though you're retired, you're still you're still flying over there to do oh, all yeah. this relief work. It's absolutely wonderful. Yes. So, uh, have you ever considered moving to another city? I don't think so. No, that's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so what brought you to Cleveland in the first place? Oh, we were petitioned by my late sister-in-law. Oh, okay. In fact, I didn't want to leave the Philippines then no. because, you know... <laughs> it's warmer, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do our listeners because, pe- of the, because of the pending revolution, we thought there would be a revolution oh. during mm-hmm. the people of power. So God placed us here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to our listeners, petition is a word used by Filipinos as the process of immigrating to the U.S. It's a common term used by uh, Filipinos, but um, yeah, so that's how that's what it means. It's kind of like sponsorship, right? You yes, like it's a actually it's a sponsor. sponsorship. Yeah. That's the official term, but yeah. uh, for Filipino, because we receive a letter that says petition for your relatives. This was in the <laughs> early 60s, 70s, yeah. 80s, and that's why we call it petition. <laughs> you sign your name, it's like a petition. That's right. Sponsorship, you <laughs> that's know? Right. I, I made the, the leap in the logic, so... Um, what do you think of the winters here in Cleveland? Oh. <laughs> well, <laughs> that might be the one downside, right? <laughs> yeah, but you know we've gotten to uh, we got enjoy winter sports. Oh, um, really? 
adjusted to it, right? Do you do uh, any winter sports regularly? Oh, I used ski? to ski when uh, I was younger. <laughs> but not not this present winter. No. It's one of the, um, so far, worst winter in like 26 years. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it wasn't really the snow; it was the cold more than anything. It's it's been you know right hovering around zero for the yeah, last couple yeah. weeks. So, makes me kind of wonder because last last winter it was last winter, right? There was almost no snow at all. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. 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 I I got yeah. to drive my car. <laughs> and We're just paying back. Yeah, it is saving up for us this year. So, pretty much, I I would want to say uh, something to the listeners. Mm-hmm. Um. All it takes is really to uh, skip your Starbucks uh, two or three times a week and um, donate that to uh, our relief efforts for the high-end victims because uh, it'll truly make a significant difference. Absolutely. I mean, um, for most of us. So remember, two or three Starbucks (laughs) this coming week, and that'll do it. Yeah, that's 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 pretty easy for our view, for our listeners to uh, to do. It's for a good cause, so and a lot of people will benefit from your help and from uh, the tickets to the concert. Absolutely. And up next, would you like to uh, introduce Ariel? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, our next guest is um, Ariel Flores, the uh, son of uh, Mrs. Vicky Flores. Um, before I start, Ariel is a good friend of mine because we both went to uh, Cleveland State University. And uh, when I say we both went, we all actually hanged out there. When he was there, I was also going there, and we met in, met in some of the uh, hallways of the school. Um, he has Ariel has a Bachelor of Arts in Political Science at Cleveland State University, and he has a Juris Doctor Law degree from the Cleveland Marshall College of Law. Wow. He is married to Sheila Domingo and is the only child of Phil and Vicky Flores, just like me. So we have a <laughs> wait, lot of wait, your brothers? This <laughs> <laughs> is my <laughs> brother for uh, from. Uh, a I was mother. joking because then he would be an only child. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but um, at the tender age of three years old, Ariel sang his first song in its entirety to the surprise of his parents and grandparents. And he, or, he earned gold medals in singing competitions all through grade school and high school at the uh, Benedictine Abbey School in the Philippines. It's a Catholic um, high school. One of, um, actually, when I was a varsity in, in soccer, we used to play the school very hard. It's, uh, it's, <laughs> it's your rival school. It's my rival school. That's the word I was fi- uh, trying to. <laughs> but I didn't meet him there because he was singing, I bet, when we were playing football. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He won a national competition in the Philippines called Metro Musica, and he was also a soloist at the Cleveland State University Chorus in college, and he has been a cantor for various churches. He has held five uh, concerts in Ohio, and Ariel and I are also part of the uh, Couples for Christ Foundation for Family of Life Religious Organizations in Cleveland. So, here's Ariel. All right, so welcome to the show, Ariel. Well, thank you, Ian. Thanks, thanks for having us. Oh, absolutely no problem at all. Um, what I find most fascinating is that you have a, a pol- political science degree, but yet you also do music. Mm-hmm. How do you balance these two loves of your lives? I think it's, it's just a matter of you know, putting some perspective into the business, the professional life, balance that with the music factor, just because, as, as uh, Alex had uh, stated, Music is in my blood. Been singing since I can recall, three years old. You know, obviously through my from my mother there. So, but if um, I may interrupt, yeah. there's three loves in your life. Well, yes, oh, of course. three loves. Yes, <laughs> of yeah, course. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, and and then of course, you know, uh, much much 
better even when yes. you know third, getting married and singing love songs yes the third <laughs> love is his wife she yeah, <laughs> yeah i was gonna say <laughs> i was listening <laughs> so did you uh take a lot of lessons when you were younger with music or did it just come naturally well, you know, at a tender age, that young, you know, obviously from 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 uh, my mother being exposed, she, she teaches voice and piano. Mm-hmm. You know, she do she did that a lot during my younger years, and eventually, when I went to high school and so forth, you know, getting older, underwent more of a formal training. Mm-hmm. You know, singing in church and you know things like that. You know, joined competitions as well, and when we moved to the U.S. and '86, joined the Cleveland State Chorus and. Uh, to my surprise, was named the soloist the first uh, quarter that I joined. So that w- that was that's a nice experience too. I, I I was a member for almost three years. That's that's amazing. Yes, you know because then you went on, you got your JD degree, which Correct. is very time consuming. Correct. But then you're you know there are people who sing or play music casually, but you actually won gold medals. So it seems like you have it's like I don't know a quadruple major, you know, <laughs> college terms. <laughs> so it seems like you really push the gamut in both both areas. How do you uh, balance your time? How do you balance your life? I guess music is always something that's, that will be there, regardless mm-hmm. of how hectic life is, stressful, whether you're sad or happy. Mm-hmm. Things of that sort, when you're inspired, music brings that out in you. And um, you know, balance-wise, yes, yeah, studying, you know, for seven years pretty much or longer and then working. And But I've always found time to, you know, spend on music. And believe me, he balanced it because when we were in college, we used to go out too. After really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We won't, we won't go out too much. Um, Sheila might be listening. His mother's right oh, here. That's right, that's right, that's right. <laughs> no, it's okay because I think it, to have that balance in life is something that that's essential. Mm-hmm. You know, it can't be just you know work and you know nothing. You know, in between, you know, to mm-hmm. to, to spend your free time on and so. Music, oh, I mean, it's in my genes, it's in my blood. So, I mean, I, I think I'll be singing till I'm 90. Awesome. You know, so that, that's, that's something amazing. that's good. Speaking of which, do you want to sing a little bit something for us, maybe? Um, you will have a recording. Well, I, I can do oh, you want a sampling? Yeah. You want a sampling? I, I want a sample. <laughs> How about this? Um, it's, a, it's an English song composed by a Filipino. It's a love song. So I could dedicate this to my wife too. It's All called right. "Be My Lady." Okay, oh. just a little something. Ooh, okay, ooh. this song, by the way, to our listeners, is a huge song in the Philippines. Some people have been killed trying to sing this in karaoke. What? Yeah, because killed? it's a huge, huge song. Oh, because they butchered it. No, because some people want to sing it, and some people want to sing it first, and then. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know Asians and karaoke, right? Karaoke is serious business in the Philippines. Yes. <laughs> Please, well, please. something like this. Be my lady, come to me and take my hand. And be my lady, truly I let you know that I'm in love with you. All I want is you, oh how I need you. So please, be my lady. You're the one that I adore. So please believe me. Oh, you were so lost in the moment that you lost everything. He got lost in the moment because he was thinking of Sheila. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Can we do that? But Absolutely. anyway, that's a sampling. It's okay. It's okay. No, it's a we don't have to redo it. No embarrassment at all. I'm going to have to tell Aaron, my husband, that he has to learn Start that song. singing. I like Start it. Doing. I have he, the lyrics uh, and the chords, and you're all set. <laughs> he wants He wants to learn. I think I got a little nervous. Yeah? The pressure. I didn't <laughs> yeah. know I was going to be asked to sing live. <laughs> Too many people here. <laughs> yeah. 
No, that's absolutely fine. Thank you so much. And uh, DJ Lexicon's going to be playing some of your music in a couple that's minutes right, here. That's right. Thank you. So I'm assuming that you're born and raised in Cleveland? No, actually, I was born in the Philippines. Spent the first oh. uh, 16, 17 years of my life there. Okay. And uh, finished uh, high school there uh, at that Catholic school, Benedictine, mm-hmm. and moved here, you know, during that time with the political turmoil. Mm-hmm. So that was in 86, and, you know, moved there with my parents. And, um, yeah, I've been here since, pretty much Cleveland. Where did you go to high school or finish high school? Oh, over there in the Philippines. Oh, yeah. oh so... Benedictine, uh, yeah, because there was a Benedictine here too, ah, but Benedictine High School, a okay. uh, private Catholic school. So here. then when you came here, you went straight to college? Absolutely, yeah, that's, that's ah, what happened. It. Okay, wow. And where did you go to college? At Cleveland State University. Okay, that's right. DJ Lexicon did it. Yes. That, that's actually where I met him. Yeah, back then, oh, we're not going to say the year. But that's yeah. right. Yeah. That's right. Like uh, 2000. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, sometimes when he talks, I just tune him out. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that was kind of mean. Yeah. No, no. I just forgot. It was completely my fault. Um, but Ian also went to Cleveland State? I am currently going oh, to Cleveland State. Cleveland. Okay. Yes, I, um, well, go I was, Vikings. Yes, go Vikings. Right. <laughs> I was uh, a part of the MBA program, and I will return to it, but I took this year off to do some dancing with their uh, modern dance company. There so you go. Got to balance that, Get right? back in shape, exactly. You there know, you you're go. sitting there too much. I don't know about you, but whenever I study, I have to eat something. Otherwise, I lose focus. I ha- uh, Sometimes I chew gum, but it gives me acid reflux. Mm-hmm. Sorry if, if that's too much information. <laughs> but actually, that's a very common thing for a lot of people. They don't chew gum because of that. So then I end up eating potato chips or rice cakes and... Pounds just pack up. I agree, I agree. <laughs> yeah, and there's a lot of Chinese stores around here in Cleveland. Rice cakes, you know? <laughs> but they still, that's still like calories. And then you try to drink water and then you get interrupted because good you can't, you good. know, if you can't really absorb studying, you have to get up every 20 minutes for the bathroom. So <laughs> I've, I still have to figure out how to um, balance studying with eating. So <laughs> Somehow you find a way, right? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so I guess we're going to have to ask... Um, the question that we ask all of our guests, and uh, maybe you can answer f- for your mother as well. But what is your favorite Asian dish? Well, we have this f- Filipino dish called um, adobo, chicken, Ooh. chicken or pork adobo Spicy, with some soy right? sauce. Not really a little no? sweet, some yeah, kind yeah. of vinegary Adobo has taste. a lot of um, variations. It's really? cooked differently from region to region in the Philippines. So if you ask someone, they're going to tell you, oh, this adobo, blah, blah, blah. And then if you ask another person <laughs> who's from the no- from the south, they're going to say, describe something different. But it's still adobo. So chicken adobo. So you're yeah, for a Filipino dish, of course, you know, okay. I do. I, I fond of uh, other Asian dishes too, Thai, Chinese, and you know, uh, so Vietnamese. I'm assuming that you actually can cook this dish too. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I say yes, and that's my story. I'm <laughs> okay. sticking to it. How about, <laughs> how about Dr. Damien? Dr. Yeah. Damien, what's your favorite dish? And can Le- you cook it? <laughs> Lechon, of course. Oh, yeah. Oh, Which yeah. is a roast, roast, roast uh, pig. Oh. oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm getting hungry. Always got to have rice, right? Uh, yeah. Absolutely, rice. <laughs> so do you do either one of you cook regularly, like uh, to where I can ask you for a recipe or come over for dinner? It's hard to cook the lechon because <laughs> it's the whole pig. Well, <laughs> it, it takes, takes four hours, hours six, to four to uh, six hours to cook it. But certainly, uh, I'll take you up on that. But I may have to request, uh, you know, my better half to do the <laughs> cooking. <laughs> I can buy the ingredients. And I oh, think so, that's so what ingredients would you put in uh, the recipe? I think you should ask. The, uh, <laughs> no, oh, um, no, obviously, if, if, it, if it's pork or uh, um, soy sauce, vinegar, garlic, garlic, and lots of yeah. garlic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then mix them all up. 
Pepper. See, I know a little. I googled. Yeah, you <laughs> we live in a modern age. You know what we should do for our listeners, since a lot of them like to hear about these different foods. We should actually uh, recite a new recipe, or even post on our Facebook. Ooh, that's a good uh, idea. Yeah, that's because idea. they always want to know the ingredients that go into these dishes. Maybe because they want to order at restaurants, but then I think there's the adventurous few listeners who actually want to try the dish themselves. There are a so. few out there. They, they've told me. They've asked me. Oh, but yeah. uh, if Ariel can't cook, he can like sing while his wife is cooking. <laughs> ah, <laughs> motivation, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. Moral support. I do the baking and all that stuff, but that's it. <laughs> uh, but speaking of singing, DJ Lexicon, I think it's time for you to play the second song. Yes, yes. Uh, the second song that our listeners will be uh, listening to is called Lead Me Lord. Um, it is a Filipino song, right, Ariel? Yes, composed by yes. a Filipino. And I will be playing bass on this um, recording. And uh, our other supposed-to-be guest, um, Dodds Labadia, was supposed to play guitar tonight. But he'll be playing guitar, I'll be playing bass, and we will be hearing Ariel's beautiful voice. So here you go, enjoy it. Cannot live alone 
Ladies and gentlemen, we are back with Asia Town Voice. We are an hour-long nonprofit program on WJCU's 88.7 FM radio. We're on every Sunday at 7 p.m. This program provides you with an inside look at the Asian American and Pacific Islander Americans community, culture, education, and events going on in Northeast Ohio. We're volunteer-based, and we hope that you will enjoy this program and give your support to WJCU. My name is Yin Tang, and I'm co-hosting with DJ L Lexicon. What? And our special guest today is Ariel Flores, and uh, you just heard a piece of music that was uh, uh, played and sung by him and DJ Alexicon and a couple of their friends. That's right. So, uh, DJ Alexicon, do you want to do a quick uh, shout-out uh, or a little bit of your corner and tell them about this event going on? Um, yeah. Um, let me start with just, uh, I'll just do a quick event. Uh, let's give the shout-out because we're running out of time. But yeah, a few events that's coming uh, over in Cleveland is on March 19 to March 30th is the Cleveland International Film Festival Woo! in which three of our major Asian organizations are sponsoring films. So OCA is sponsoring a film called A Time in Coochie. PASO, uh, Philippine American Society of Ohio, is sponsoring a film called The Bit Player. And um, Motivations for Cleveland is sponsoring a film called Trap Street. So we'll be mentioning this film uh, as the show goes on in the coming weeks. So don't don't miss this uh, three films. Um, on May 17 and May 18th is the fifth the fifth annual annual Cleveland Asian, Asian Festival. Festival, and that's on May 17 and 18th on the corner of Easter Yet and Payne Avenue. And there's a possibility that Ariel might be singing there. Um, our main guests, uh, our main guest or performer for this year is NBC Sing of Performer a cappella group called Philharmonic. Woo! Woohoo! Our very own Filipino boy band in That's the United right. States. That's right. So there's ways to get involved. As in fact, actually, one of the members of that is a friend of my friend in Facebook. Anyway, um, ways to get involved in uh, Cleveland Nation Festival is as a visitor, as a sponsor, as a vendor, or as a volunteer. So, um, if you'd like to uh, to perform, uh, please visit our website, clevelandasianfestival.org slash 2014 and fill out our online application because if you have talent, we want to see you. And you better hurry because the deadline is March 15th. That's right. And also the schedule is 90% full. That's right. You got a 10% window. Um, on March 22, there is a Celebrating Women's Day um, event at 5 p.m. at Bowling Restaurant. Uh, sponsored by OCA, $25 for members and $30 for non-members. On March 29, there is FICA, Holy, H-O-L-I, the Festival of Color Celebration at 6.30 p.m. Um, it will be held at the Student Center Ballroom at Cleveland State University, $10. And for children under 10, is it's only $5. $5. You can get more info at FICAcleveland.org. And last but not the least is April 5th, 2014, the Mother and Son Concert titled Songs for Healing. 
And uh, it's going to be at St. Albert the Great Church in North Royalton. And it's a fundraising event for the victims of Philippine Typhoon Haiyan. Now, if someone asks us, like, why are you having this fundraiser when you already have past fundraisers? How do you respond to that? Area? Well, um, thank, thank you, DJ Alex. Um, I think that, as, as Dr. Mandy had indicated too earlier, too, when he visited the city of Tacloban that was devastated by this typhoon, the, the suffering continues, the devastation, you know, really hasn't stop the effects on the people having been gone from the country for almost over 20 years having only visited once it is pretty close to our hearts too and people there's always room to to give more funds and to help because even with the other organizations that have given their donations there's still a lot mm -hmm. to be able to help with and and when this the unified filipino american organizations headed by dr mandy had also mentioned it to me and my mom it was truly every concert that we've had a fundraising event has always been a blessing but somehow this one is probably the uh, the biggest one and, and the, f the fact that the impact on on our countrymen our homeland mm -hmm. and of course the opportunity to sing with my mom once again after a few years you know from i was little to now at, at this stage in our lives so it truly is, is is something we're looking forward to and of course we have you know, special guests as well. You know, different kinds of music, a variety. Oh, so that would be good. From Broadway to uh, really, yeah, yeah. Broad wow. Broadway, some gospel. We're, we're bringing that some some Filipino music. So a little bit of everything. That's amazing. Yes. So our listeners don't catch. Uh, don't forget to uh, to get some tickets. Oh, I forgot. One Dr. more Man. event is um, on April eight, nine, ten. I just got this uh, info this afternoon. There's a Filipino. Filipina author from Wollongong, Australia. Her name is Mer Dr. Merlinda Bobis. She is an author and um, of of books and different plays, and she is visiting Case Western Reserve University. And I just got this email from uh, from Facebook, and she will be in town for three days. So I'd like to uh, to promote that um, April eighth at the Clark three o nine room from four p.m. to six p.m. April 9th at the Clark 309 uh, room again, 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. And April 10th at the Ford Auditorium from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. And that is a performance, art performance. And others are lectures. So I just found this out today. Well, thank you very much. I believe Dr. Mandy had something to say. Yes, just to um, elaborate uh, further. You know, there's this um, feeling that... Um, there is donor fatigue setting in. And this happens a lot with various disasters, but most especially with this particular disaster, we are now looking beyond the immediate effects of that, and mm -hmm. we're looking to helping rebuild, mm -hmm. you know, uh, schools, for example, uh, medical clinics, about 60% of uh, healthcare facilities in the in the region was destroyed. Mm -hmm. So most uh, schools are also gone. Um, they will have to be bulldozed and then restart all over again. So that is uh, the impact that we think uh, we should um, try to help on. Mm -hmm. Also establishing uh, relocation centers and housing because at least 80% um, of those uh, victims are still living in tents. 
and in makeshift dwellings. Mm -hmm. So it's it's very sad. And that's true. I mean, as we've seen from the the hurricane that hit Haiti, it's not just about the immediate relief. You know, the immediate relief relief sends clean water, food, and like temporary shelters. But then there is the fact that a lot of people have lost their homes. Like everything that they own is gone, and it takes a very long time, years, if not many years, tens of years, to actually rebuild everything. And if you just look at the logistics, it's not, you know, that that's a lot of money that needs to go into it. And of course, you know, it, it's, I mean, the country is helping, of course, other countries are helping, of course, but sometimes it just isn't enough. And of course, it, it depends on every good Samaritan who does have the means and the ability to donate. Of course, a lot of these you know, nonprofits are doing their best to give your money directly to to where it's needed over there. So, and a great way that all of you can do it while enjoying a great show is to come to the show on April fifth. That's correct. You will hear <laughs> DJ Alexicon as part of the choir, <laughs> and you will hear Ariel and Mrs. Vicky Flores. Our featured guests this month is Loriana Thomas, a Filipino bagpiper, uh, Mylene Vu, uh, HR manager of the Cleveland Indians. And a good friend of mine, Marisa Diaz, she used to be a figure skater, and she worked uh, with NBC uh, for the Sochi Olympics. So that should be interesting. Absolutely. And ladies and gentlemen, we're at the end of our hour this week. So we'll catch you next week and tune in every Sunday to 88.7 FM Radio.